Yeah, yeah. so time set the timer. Yeah. I'm looking at time right now. <laughs> okay, welcome back to the You for Life podcast presented by Five for Life. This is Orhan, and I have Tamero sitting right next to me, grinning her ass off. Hi. Yes. <laughs> it's your girl, Tamero Elizabeth. Yes, yes. I, we sound so happy. And we're very like, happy. It's, it's, that's important. It's good, but this topic is not. <laughs> it is. It is we, not a happy topic. It's not a happy topic, but it's good that we have good energy towards it. Yeah, but more some more importantly, we we're bold enough to talk about it. True. Correct. True. That um, is true. This topic is very heavy. Heavy. Yes. Um, we're gonna be mindful and empathetic uh, to the survivors. Yes. Uh, we're talking about abuse. Correct. Yes. Okay. So different forms of abuse. Let's, let's be clear because we're not going course. straight to like. The worst form of abuse. What is the worst form of abuse? Okay, see, uh, nah, there we go. nah, we're gonna have a conversation. There is no worse. It's all. I, dang, I mean, that's know. bad because I'm a person, a victim of abuse. Uh, aren't we all? I'm a survivor of abuse. Yes, Let's you not are. say that. Not you say victim. What's, your, what's, what's my man's name that we met? And I should know his name by now because I'm doing business with him. What is his name? You talking about Darius? Yeah, him. Oh, shit. my man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Who was so talking about? when we was at the uh, poetry at the ball, at the ball, we was at yeah, the poetry so Monday. Okay, so for Monday, um, he said something about not calling them victims, but calling them survivors. Yeah, that's important, right? Yeah, it is. Um, so let's just hop into it to get it, okay. get it, get it clean and Be yeah, we want to make sure that. Um, again, everybody's respected, mm-hmm. especially you, especially me. Everybody. Everybody, everybody that's everybody. listening, most importantly. Mm-hmm. As far as abuse, we just saw a video. Yes. Of Jasmine. Was it? it was, well, Jasmine, Elin. It okay. came out this weekend. Um, basically, she was in a club in Atlanta, and this guy sexually assaulted her on the dance floor in front of many people. Um, he slipped the Mickey, I guess you would call it, in her drink drugged her and uh took advantage of her and it's all over the news and she you know had to deactivate her facebook people were uh, criticizing her telling her you know you should did more preventative things to not have that happen to you but it's like no one put fault into the man that plotted on her you know what i mean like they're blaming her she's the victim Mm -hmm. and it's like we're not looking at the man who literally scouted her out Planned it, had the drug, drapery drug ready. You know what I mean? Like, no one's looking at the mistake, the, the stuff he did to cause that to where we're looking at, oh, she, you know, people were saying she uh, was too friendly. You know, she basically told him she was alone. She's been she a told, human being. She was being a nice, I feel like I've been in the club yeah. and I'm not going to say I talk to guys. I've always, like, let me go to the bar, get my own drinks, mm-hmm. things like that. But I know my friends who taking drinks from guys and they don't do that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, that could have been anybody else. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to say she was too friendly. But I've seen many girls. Overall, like she was being a human being. Yeah. You meet people in the you club. Meet people. You at a club to meet people. Exactly. And, to enjoy and it your was time. so crowded. Right. You wouldn't think that could happen. So in the video, <laughs> he I didn't want to watch the video. I'm yeah, you know that. When you it, when you told me about it, I'm like, what? And then you showed me like the snippet of it. Yeah. They, they bleeped the audio out they so you can't the hear her Cry. technically moan. Yeah. Um so like wait, wait you where did you see it at? Facebook. Facebook. I watched it on Facebook before on her actual page before mm-hmm. she deactivated it. Okay, okay. Um, how 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 often did it get shared? Did you like watch the numbers? It got shared a lot. 
Um, that is viral. Yeah. It's viral. It's on YouTube right now. You can literally look up her name on a hashtag on Instagram, and it's gonna have clips of the video. It's on the Shade Room. It's on like uh, all them like little blog sites, TMZ. It's like everywhere, and I feel like that's so. It's like we're literally um, even with the R. Kelly stuff, you know, and all these girls that are like let's victimized. Call them, let's call them Robert Kelly. <sighs> so I think saying R. Kelly is like what. I th- I don't think about his music, but I would want to separate his uh, persona and his ego from who he actually is. I can't. Robert Kelly. I, I think, can't. Well, speak on it. I can't. Because he, he's the same person. You think he's the same person? I, I think if he's I had, two If they people. made me, look, I was so pro Bill Cosby. Yeah. And the worst part about, I will say Bill Cosby used his real name in his characters. Except, no, Cliff Huskell, he didn't, right, technically, yeah, right. Right, right? So he embodied that character so much. It's like I couldn't separate watching the Cosby show from what I was hearing, the accusation. So it was kind of hard for me to even watch. Uh, the And I love the Cosby show still today. I can say I love it, but I don't watch it anymore. Because it's hard for me to look at someone who was like, you know, we just praised him and then just look at him like, dang, he took advantage. Right. Even if he did take advantage of the 60 women, right. he still took advantage of 10 women. One is enough. One is enough. Yes. That's why I can't look at him and separate the art because look what he promoted. I could definitely separate the art. Let me tell you why. For one, okay. I sit in a different seat because I didn't grow up watching Cosby. You okay. see what I'm saying? I, okay. didn't, I didn't champion Bill Cosby as a f- father figure. Yeah. I had my father. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I mean, I did, but I had my dad. But, he but was, the perception of what we would love our father to be. Yeah, I people, can say that. But I still, at that point, I didn't grow up on the copy. So sure. I can easily say, well, I don't care. Because you, you know, didn't watch exactly. it. Right. You didn't have that um, connection. But, what, but R. Kelly but, took his music. Oh, yeah, of course. I didn't. Of so course. it was just like, okay, I'm But to we, I, what I say about making him a human in that sense and stop looking at him at, like R. Kelly because we protect R. Kelly. We don't have a, a point of saying, like, no, Robert Kelly raped and assaulted these women. True, but... You know what I'm saying? Mm, you, you, that's the name he gave us, kind of. No, too, but still, like, we, we, we put his persona on a pedestal. Like, you know what I'm saying? I get it, because his real name government is Robert, Robert Kelly. But, but we, let's digress. We, why, have to go back, we have to go back <laughs> to... What, what was the young lady's name again? Jasmine Ewan. Jasmine Elon. Yes. Okay, so I want to talk about how many how many times did you see it get shared? Let's get back on that. It was a lot. It's viral. I can't say thousands, hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands for sure. The issue, do you think it was for entertainment or for awareness? Entertainment. Why? Period. Because half the stuff on the internet that goes viral is never for awareness half the time. Like, did you see perfect? <sighs> Yeah, I'm kind of sectioning off, but it's yeah, just like fine, a lot this morning. But uh, I don't know if you heard about the Native American that got uh, the, with the um, it was these kids, Covington Catholic. Okay. Covington Catholic. I did see sure. that. Yeah, you saw what they yeah. did to the Native American elder, and it was just like look at the hate, and that went viral. I and I feel like that went viral for awareness. That went yeah. viral for awareness. Um, the people that talked about it, the way in which they were talking about it, it wasn't a mocking. Mm-hmm. There was no, anybody that was on the comments that said it was justified was probably a white racist mm-hmm. that condoned those boys at that all-white boy school, right. um, at that Catholic school. So I just think that uh, it depends. But most things that go viral, most things that get shared to me, um, it's not fully for awareness. I think we're really desensitized as a culture. So people tend to just see, like, you see a girl getting sexually assaulted and you literally can see it three, four times in a week and you're not going to feel what you need to. Right. Because we're so 
constantly sharing this stuff, mm-hmm. constantly sharing people getting touched, like Kanika Jenkins. Yeah, I didn't. That, I watched that, and, but body. just watching her leave the party, watching her on the live, watching her in the room with her friends. How did she end up in the freezer? We do, we do dehumanize her by like trying to play blues clues with her life. Yeah, they exactly. Yeah. Everybody was literally trying to be the detective to Kanika Jenkins. Who's talking about Kanika Jenkins today? Nobody. It's not even. People, it's a fad. It's, it's it a trend. A, it was a lady that was her for Halloween. What? It was a woman. On you see, I had to tilt my head. Look, yeah. they can't see that, but I had to. What? I had to Scooby Doo like what? Like they made a costume. Yeah, for it was Kenita. a. It was a woman on. I saw it on Twitter, uh, but she was Kanika Jenkins for Halloween. Wow. Um, but you know, I didn't know that. That's deep. That's really deep. We live in a very sick society. Very sick. So to be able to watch someone get raped and then say like, "Well, her <coughs> dress was you fine." Uh, yeah, the dress was too short. Yeah, like they right, they were like, oh, she wore a thong and yeah. just all this stuff, like easy access. Things I'm you like, should wear at the club, right? I don't, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. so it's kind of like, yeah, to say, like I get it, like I get it. Um, you know, I think I've said too in the past, like especially when I grew up with a father who was Muslim and modest. Um, tra- taught me modesty. My parents were very old school, taught me modesty. So I feel like just when I did see girls, kind of like Lucy. With their clothing or maybe short with stuff out. I, I don't want to say they're asking for it, but I like I think I've told you for it. Men are visual, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like if I'm a thick body girl and I'm wearing shorts, you know men are gonna look at my ass. Like right. they look at your ass with pants. But looking and touching forcing. are different. Forcing is two different things. Yeah, and but it's like it's not. It shouldn't be an invitation. Yeah, but it is because men are visual almost. It's like mm-hmm. it's certain can't contain it. Well, so. we are visual. But we're all visual. But I feel like men are visual in the sense that it gets turned on. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't take them having to know you. They don't have to know you from a can of paint, and if something goes up, stick shit goes down. So, like literally. So again, yeah. with respect of her. Yeah. Okay, so what measures should she have took though? Um, should she have been with friends? Of course, again, we not blaming no her. Blame it's not her. blame. It's just being safe. You know, we're in a society where people we're like that exist. Very sick society. Very sick right now. Um, I think it's just been like that for a while. A while. Oh wow! Alone. Let's say like nine to a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not gonna go that deep. Yeah, <laughs> say ten thousand. Whole other episode. Yeah. Ah, that is definitely another episode of how sick this world is. Yeah. Um, but knowing that, um, being cognizant of you know knowing past situations of date rape and yeah. many situations prior to hers, we've seen as young women, we've been taught uh, men should be taught those who to not do things. But definitely, uh, I would say I was always taught to not have a guy bring me a drink. I was taught to go to the bar, order my own drink, watch them do it. Even the bartender, watch them do it because they could be friends with the guy and slip it themselves. So you don't have to be the guy himself doing it. Um, you know what it is, too? Not to cut you off. No, you're good. I, I believe, like, the average woman think that this is not going to happen to me. Yeah. He's, he can I, give me a drink. Right. Oh, he can dance. You try to tell yourself, and I have, too. I've literally told myself, hey, that guy ain't like that. Or yeah. he ain't going to be a creep. I had a guy I was dating, and I don't want to even say dating. I met him. We went out a couple times, and then he tried to, like, he felt like, you know, after even the first night I met him, he felt like he could kiss me just because we were vibing. Yeah. Nothing I did, nothing I, you know, gave him signs of touch me or being that way with me, and he tried to kiss me, and I gave him my face, like, cheek, like, no, and he just was like, oh, my God, why? I'm like, I don't know you, mm-hmm. and it was just the fact, I don't even know what I did 
as a woman, like, where did I invite him in to think he could step that boundary? You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't really, it really doesn't matter how conscious you are, depending on the person. But I will say I, I was by myself that one time. Um, I didn't try to be with myself. My friend didn't come like she was supposed to. So that that's how I had to be stuck with him. But um, always have a buddy when you go to the bathroom. Always watch someone that makes your drink. Um, I would say even on the floor, just have somebody with you. You should never go to like a club by yourself because when you get intoxicated, things can happen. She was clearly, before he drugged her, she was already intoxicated. Mm-hmm. So that's how that there was room for that. Because you know when you're inebriated, you feel looser, you're friendlier, you're happier. You know, and that opens that up. So I think that's kind of what happened with her, but it's just unfortunate that he. She should on be her. able to. She should be drunk things. as hell and sloppy drunk, and a man should never feel that he should take advantage of her in that moment. Mm-hmm. But with the society that we live in, the the way everything, like I said, is just I just don't think that's it's been done. I, I, he's done it before. He clearly has done that. Had to. He was very. Um, let's go to the back. He was trying to tell her to go to the back, and he was just like, yeah, I'll get you a drink. What kind of drink? He could tell she was in a way. He was, like, trying to see. He asked her, was she alone? Mm-hmm. He asked her, like, all the steps you need to do to take advantage of somebody. So it was kind of like, you know, I don't know. No, That's kind of where I'm at with it. You know, when I think about it, just such sexual assault. Yeah. And it's, it's no reason why you should be you know, and this is from my eyes. I'm pretty yeah. sure they got a, a great reason in their head. Like, oh, this is why I'm doing this. Yeah, because you know? he can't get... No, it's not even that. It ain't. Half of the it time. Ain't. That's you know why how many like, rich, wealthy men... Men, rape. It's power. Women. It's a power thing, too, I feel like. Like, yeah. you know, and we could go into, like, what they went through as a child entirely yeah. to feel like they they didn't have power in their life. Mm-hmm. So they have to take advantage of people, maybe not just through rape, through physical violence, uh, a domestic financial yeah. abuse. You could abuse people financially, um... Just having power over somebody and knowing it, and they probably get a threat. What's out of that. what's my man's? Uh, not not my man. Like, oh. Uh, Torre. Torre. Oh, that you heard about that? Yeah. Okay, that's even perfect. Yeah. Because it was like the pot calling the kettle black. Yes. Because he did. He that was on. Whole, he was on the doctor. On the surviving R. Kelly, right. Robert Kelly, <laughs> and to sit there and literally do the interview that's iconic to it. Yes. Like, do you like underage girls? And then he says. When you say teenager, how are you talking? Right. When you say teenage girls, how are you talking? And then he was like, what? And that part right there is like, you're a low-key, you sexually assaulted women. And uh, yeah. a woman. A woman. And just the fact that it took you trying to get on that platform to call out someone else, that it, he got called out and he didn't deny it. And he what made sits it so in a position of power because yes. he can... Strap her off financially. Yeah. Cut her off of opportunities. Yeah. Blackball her. And yeah. it's like, it's the beauty of it is she can't do that now because he, he, got, his, he, he, yeah, he, he got put out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's sad because it's like all these years we looked at Torrey as the, you know, nice, wholesome guy. And he I, even. I never thought that. I did. When he was a BT correspondent, I did. I, I Torre, I don't put it, um, I don't put it past none of AJ, things. it's this other guy, um, they used to be on there. Big Tigger? No, nah, not just kidding. Big Tigger, but it was a couple correspondents they had on BT um, networks, okay. and he was one of the ones I definitely looked up to as a commentator. He's very affluent. He speaks well. Yeah, he speaks well, he but women I d- yeah, now I'm like, ugh, Torre. <laughs> but uh, it's creepy because yeah. it was so creepy how he did it. So he was like, you know, what she was saying, like, oh, he was smelling her hair, just like, yeah. what type of sex positions you like, and like, 
Then he tried to say that was like work banter. And I'm like, don't nobody talk like that. No, well, nobody I know talks like that to me. I work, so uh, this, past, like that. this past summer, I worked in an office setting. And obviously, um, like, they got rid of him very fast. Um, oh, but well, your boss? He was a, he was a uh, supervisor okay. of our, of our uh, part, wing of the building, let's mm-hmm. say. And he used to come up to, like, the guys, you know, try to kick that locker room talk. Man, ah. like, I love to put my yada, 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 you know, whatever uh. it may be. And we would be like, like, he's an older man. He's probably never worked around women at all. And uh, we used to be like, oh, yeah, really? Okay. And then probably, like, maybe a week later, we had a, a group discussion. And the head of the company uh-huh. is a woman. Uh-huh. So she like, look, we don't tolerate no sexual assault, uh-huh. and that's all I'm gonna say. Y'all can go back to y'all desk. Ten minutes later, he was gone. Wow. So that's it. Salute to her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You but know. it took her being a woman too. I'm sure because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know it's crazy. Because even like it's so random. But just talking about like having a woman in power and how she nipped that in the bud so quick. Mm-hmm. Where at my job, I'm not gonna say where. Say what you want to say. Nah, I'm not gonna say where because I still okay. work there. But um, <laughs> at my job, um, there's a guy that comes in there. I, he a little off in the head. He comes in there. He wrote a note to uh, the girl at work like. Hey, I want to marry you. I'm a Christian. He's been mm. watching her. He come in there every day. He never buys anything. So then she hides from him every time he comes in the store. No one does anything. So I'm like, hmm, okay. So then another lady, I was. she works in another part of the store. I was like, cover her break. And then this guy, he comes in again, but he comes to not, like, he doesn't walk. For, the other girl's not there. So then this other lady, she hides too. But I'm thinking she going to the bathroom. She's like actually hiding from him. She shouldn't have to do that. She should. Both of them. Now it's two girls. So let me tell you what I did. So then he approached me and said, oh, don't she usually work the register? And I was like, oh, he's trying to trying get to me too. Was he up on me? So then I lied and told him my name was Ebony. I was like, I'm <laughs> Ebony. <laughs> I, uh, well, why did that come to your head? Ebony is always my... Fake name? Uh, yes. You I, got a fake name? Yes, I have. A, it's always. We're going to have an episode about boundaries. You should be talking. You should be able to tell people. I don't. Name. Because I know he was on that creepo stuff. So yeah, I was like, I my name's Ebony. Yes. Oh, don't you work the register? Sometimes. Yeah. You know, just back here today. And then literally after that, he like, I had to tell my manager. Uh-huh. Like, I went to the GM like, yo, like, that ass, like, this is inappropriate. Two women are hiding in the store from this guy. And he just came to try to get, find out about me. I'm not about to get love notes and stuff from this man. And he come here every day. And then I have to work here and go home from here, you know. And he's watching me. And he's watching them. And I'm like, they literally can't work in peace. And it's like, because I told the man, though. I told my manager, he's a man. He told me, if he does it again, then I'll make sure you won't come back. If he does it again, he's been doing it for months. And he knows. And he knows that those girls are dealing with it. This is my thing. This is my thing. Yeah. As a man who is in tune with wanting healthy relationships with women, right? Yeah. And being... In the seat of protection, we protect each other. Yeah. In different ways. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I'm 6'5, 290. Yeah. It's a difference. Um, so it's like when I hear and see things like that, what I say? Show them to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. With. He didn't even, he sat in his chair, was like, it has brushed to be it off. A different thing because um, this is where that 
that saying of we don't protect our women comes yeah, into play. But he's a, whether it be white or black. I was just about to say he's a white man. Yeah, so yeah. I don't whether think he cared enough white. as three black women in the store. Yeah. We're like, hey, there's a guy coming here making us feel uncomfortable. Right. Can you do something about it? He literally like brushed me off. And it took me to say something. They didn't feel like they didn't say anything because they felt like he wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he came to me trying to get my name. I care. I'm going to say something. But if I had it, you know what I mean? Who knows what could have happened, who, what, what will happen, what's going to happen. But I, the fact that I know I brought it to his attention, I know we had a conversation about it. So if it does continue and nothing gets done about it, then I'll go to corporate. And then that settles that because I know he, as a manager, I gave you room to fix this error and you didn't do it. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see with that one. When is flirting creepy? Uh, when is, wh- where's that threshold? Of Ugh. because women are becoming more socially conscious, they're becoming uh, uberly educated, mm-hmm. you know, and with information comes better boundaries, right? Which as it should. Mm-hmm. Um, when does flirting for you become creepy? When when is it like okay, you you doing a little too much, bro? I said no. Okay, I could. It's different for every woman, I'm sure. You talking about a DM? You talking about a person? You talking about? Let's talk about DM. Okay, because uh, you brought it up. I because it's like a person. It's more so you get in my personal space. Maybe yeah. putting your arm around me, and we don't ever do that. And yeah. maybe you're like all in my face, like face to face with me, like hugging me too long. Maybe you're trying to put your hand on the small of my back, and then you're lowering it to my ass, and then it's like, whoa, there. We're just like friends that kind of may have an interest um physically that's why i was like it depends but in the dm i've had many guys like what's what's the worst thing a man has said to you in your dms that's a question for fight for life at us what is the worst thing yeah let's let's put that we're gonna put when this episode come out put this poll up too because i definitely want to know um what's the worst thing the worst thing for me flirting in the dm I had one time he asked me, am I to polygamy out of nowhere? Okay. The second thing was... You want to give his ad name? No, we can get rid of him if no, you want to. No, know nah, all nah. about Nah, him. nah. He going he gonna to know when he hear it. Cause that's he ain't listen person. to me. And he definitely needs Friday night. <laughs> he, he ain't going to do this life in his life. Um, he probably needs to get his life together. But um, yeah. aside from that, uh, I want to say that... I want to say that that's the most recent that's coming to my mind. Like, yeah. am I to polygamy? And then one time, like... Uh, do you are you into threesomes? Oh yeah, that was a whole different guy, and that was like way, and I was like, whoa, like we've never even had sex, we've never even kissed, and yeah. it was like, what? What made you ask me that? Like, what did I give off? And that's the thing with women. I'm like, what am I oozing Nothing. that's allowing you to say to overstep that boundary? Nothing. I was like, I'm pretty prudish Nothing. as a woman. I definitely am very reserved and modest as a woman. I could say, especially being that I'm not you know, religiously motivated to be that. I'm, like, just my own personal moral compass. I just feel as a woman, I don't have to let they have everybody. I feel they got to leave the imagination, and everything isn't for everybody. So mm-hmm. that's me personally. That's but, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. For me, well, that's you, the worst. You're not oozing anything other than sauce, but... Ah, than that, thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, saucy. Saucy. No, but I'm saucy. You saucy. I'm saucy as hell. No, but... <laughs> Uh, no, it's it, it, whatever you're using is not for them to taste. You know what I'm saying? I feel they that. I like that. that. I like them on the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for them to taste. yeah it's it not. It's not. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 oh, that's hilarious. I oh, you two, you two for two. <laughs> I whispered. <laughs> you two for two. I whispered. Cut it's all not, of this. No, no. I, I whispered. <laughs> 
Subject. The only curse you word. The only curse word is "damn." Everything else is a euphemism. When you damn someone, right? Uh-huh. That's the only curse word. Oh, so like every, cursing. Yeah, person. I'm cursing, cursing you. you. I'm right. damning, damning you, you to something. Everything else is a euphemism. Hell, yada 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 yada. Whatever it may be. Okay. So you fine. Like, so I don't mind it. You good. Like, say what you want. This is we gonna chop this. It's your life. So it's we're not gonna chop yes, this. Yes, we are. And we gonna keep talking. No, we not. Um. So, but if you had to give tips on what to do when you feel uncomfortable with around a man that you I don't know you don't know I don't know that's what I need to learn I don't know what to say okay. I honestly can't <clears throat> it can be situational it's very situational I can't say I know how to combat that mm-hmm. with a man I, I haven't figured it out as a woman it's literally case by case situ- by situation and I've never approached any of them the same they're all approached very differently. So, yeah, we're going to see. We'll see. In time. <laughs> After this episode, what happens. Of course, of course. Because I need to get, my, get that together in my life. Definitely. Sure. Um, let's go back to the power dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, Abusing power. Or thinking you have power in the beginning because of your financial status, the way you look, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Um you, you briefly touched on it, like, it's, it may have came from, like, a, a childhood situation where you felt powerless. Uh-huh. How can we invoke better a tr- the true power? How can we do that? How can we s- start to teach men, like, where their power truly lies? That's a great question. Uh, how to teach men where their power really lies. I've never thought of that but I don't know if I've never thought of that because my father wasn't in my house enough to be like you know Mm -hmm. um have a male figure to watch enough to be like I don't I've never considered that as a man like how do you guys figure out where your true power is because I feel like with men in this society that's the problem the lack of knowing where your true power is and and that's how it's abused because you don't understand your power Mm -hmm. and I think um even as women I can't say I have the answer for that either. Mm. And that's deep. And I honestly, I would love for this to be another episode when I have time to really power. power and how power dynamics between men and women internally and externally and how that's like. It's all false. You think so? And even when you have to play chess, a chess game with your said love partner, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not. So. It's a it's a false sense of power. I must wear the fact that you feel like you gotta wear pants in a relationship. Yeah, like those are false ego ego things. Okay. Um, power is more subtle than it is grit and push. Uh, uh, but that can be for another episode. Um, so I digress. <laughs> but um, again, uh, we have to learn how to be checked. Yeah. Uh, and stop questioning so Toxic fast. Toxic masculinity <laughs> definitely needs to be checked. 
Yeah, what is what is that? Let's talk about that. Uh, so she no, we said another episode. No, no, We're gonna do yeah, part two on yeah. another episode. Toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Men learning their true power, yes. where it is, and women as well. Okay. So we gonna part two that. Okay. Because it's too deep, and I feel like really unhealthy masculinity. It's toxic. It's Hel- healthy. Unhealthy is unhealthy. What's the why? What makes you feel like unhealthy? Because um, all toxic? masculinity is not toxic. I feel that, but. We're saying this form toxic. This part of it is okay, toxic. Not right. all of it is Look, toxic. Masculinity does not have to be toxic. Just in itself, it's not right. But, but okay, the I, representation well, that it is of it. Yes. Yes. Understood. Fully. Um, Fully. But we again, we want to be respectful. We want to uh, put the survivors in a safer place, um, and not you know blame them. I feel a, like that's victim blaming. Is always like that's not mine. They're survivor yeah. blaming. It's just <laughs> like, like that. how they would say, "Well, he got shot because he wore a hoodie." He yeah, or he got shot because he lived by the gun, you died by the gun type thing, you know. Yeah, I understand that. So um, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Um, let's wrap it up. You want to say anything to anybody out there? Um, love yourself always, and it starts with self, of course. So just love yourself and. Uh, that's basically my little piece right now. Okay. And just love yourself. You can't say anything else. Because if you have a lot of self-love, I feel like a lot of these situations tend to be, mm. some tend to be avoided. You don't think so? No. You don't think you're open to things? I know a things? lot of confident women that, and I mean, men that go through these things. Still go through things uh, because that's another. But I think we have a lot of self-love. We were talking about boundaries. Things, those type of me like flirting and I just think we have a lot of sureness in self be it through love or whatever okay. a lot of things don't have room to go in your life like that so we're going in on love yourself I guess I'm going to say that that's what was in my heart so that's what I said that's, fine. that's we, why I was like we, love yourself we appreciate it <laughs> self love is great um, again follow us on Facebook Instagram Twitter um, SoundCloud SoundCloud oh my yes. gosh the podcast is on SoundCloud the podcast is on uh, so yeah. hit that follow button, please. Right. Retweet. And share it to your friends and get them getting this real, you know, real conversation in their life, not that surface level shit. Yeah. Shit. You can say shit because yes. you just said shit. shit. And shit is important because <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Shit. So share this shit. Yes. This great shit to your friends. You feel <laughs> me? And get them to subscribe because we talk about real shit and it's every week is going to be an episode. So yeah. maybe not always my crazy. Yeah. Maybe a little more focused. We appreciate your crazy. But, though. you know. A little bit, a little bit. But yeah, yeah please yeah. subscribe, um, like, share, comment. And yeah, we Definitely, are. definitely. All right now. <laughs>